there and welcome in to Career Competitor, the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. I'm Steve Mallard, delighted that you have chosen to join us for this fantastic episode with a returning guest, Amy Boone Thompson, who is the new CEO and owner of Idea Health and Fitness. And we are going to give her the introduction that she deserves here in just a moment. But let me tell you all about career competitor the service and also encourage you to do something here regarding the podcast let's start with the podcast click that fifth star will you just go ahead and do it if you're listening to apple Podcasts, fifth star right now thank you so much be sure to subscribe while you're here as well so you're getting all the new episodes when they arrive on whatever platform it is you choose to listen to us on now the service careercompetitor.com that's right If you choose to go there, you will find information about my performance coaching, my culture consulting, and I also offer many other things. And of course, you can access the podcast from there as well. But the most important thing that I want to emphasize to you here is that I am offering you a free 30-minute consultation so you can tell me all about everything and anything you've got going on within your world. And I can let you know how I can possibly facilitate your success moving forward because we all want to be working towards our optimal self. That's why you're listening to the Career Competitor Podcast. We are all about optimizing performance. So let me know at steve at careercompetitor.com. That's steve at careercompetitor.com. And just give me an opportunity to get back to you, set up a call, and we'll talk and see if I can be of help to you. Now let's get to my guest. Amy Boone Thompson rejoins the show. And in the last couple of years, since she was last here, she was the VP and GM of Idea Health and Fitness, but she is now the CEO and owner. She has very much spoken this thing into existence. She has put all the work, all the effort in that's required to attain this opportunity. And she is now one of those select few ladies out there that are in the head role within a large corporation like this, specifically within the fitness industry. It's wonderful to have Amy not only back on the show, but here to tell us all about how the power of intention was very much behind attaining this position. So if you're the type of person that believes in manifesting and speaking things into existence, well, Amy's about to present some insight in terms of how you can actually do that and trust that it's going to come to fruition. So just a really exciting conversation. Wonderful to be able to catch up with Amy and have her just get us all up to speed about what's been happening in the last two years, but deliver specific details on how it is she has gotten to this point and why it is you should be paying attention to how she's done it because it's all applicable to you as well. So with no further delay, let's welcome back Amy Boone Thompson to the Career Competitor Podcast, and I hope you all enjoy Okay, well, it gives me great pleasure to welcome back to the show, Amy Boone Thompson, to Career Competitor. Amy, first and foremost, how are you? I'm doing so great. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. You work your way onto a very short list of people that have made it back. So very much in distinguished company. And uh, I'm excited to have you back on because as I when I first reached back out to you, I, I made this really clear. I think it's so important on a show like this to have people come back when they are not only 
being the success stories that they are, but they are very much reaping the rewards of the very things that they came on and said that they put into place that make them the successes that we are. So, so much has been happening in the last two years since you were last here on the show. So instead of me telling our listeners, hey, this is this is who Amy is now, this is what she's been doing, why don't you go ahead and do that for us? I would love to. So two years ago when we chatted, it was the very beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We had just been acquired. So we got acquired by a new company during the pandemic. It was just an interesting time for all of us as we were figuring out how to evolve businesses. So fast forward two years, and I am now the CEO and owner of the company that we talked about where I had just really started a role. So um, it's Idea Health and Fitness Association. And um, for your listeners, we have a whole episode where we went into great detail about what it is we do at Idea and how we serve the fitness and wellness industry. But I am now the proud owner and CEO of that organization. It is so exciting. And I will be within these show notes, I will be putting that first episode uh, for people to go out and check if they've if they've not uh, heard that first episode, because like I said, it was a couple of years, we picked up some new listeners in that time. And one thing I want to make abundantly clear, just based on what I said there at the outset, is who it is specifically that we're talking to and why it's so great to have someone uh, such as Amy joining us again, because just very shortly explained from that first episode, Amy, very much lifelong competitor, go get, go getting mindset. And she really broke down this one thing that I took from that episode, which I think we'll go into a little bit here too, is this idea of presenting yourself and showing up with character, being a student of what it is you do, and then also just having that athlete mindset, which very much goes without saying when you're working for a company and owning a company such as the one that you own. Uh, But with that being said, I would love for you maybe just to piggyback off that sentiment now for me and tell me a little bit about maybe how you've been able to go about that exact approach to your work here in the last two years. Absolutely. So um, I remember in our conversation, we were talking a lot about how I use some of the characteristics and lessons from athletics in business and how I hire for athletes. I look for athletes wherever I can, uh, but also what did athletics do for me as, uh, as operating, running a business and in leadership And so um, I would say for myself, the path that I've been on in the last two years, I had accepted a job in a role that was really big, a VP and GM of the company. And it was a global company I'm running with fitness, wellness, services, media. And I was, um, I had to become a student all over again. I had, there were aspects of the job that I didn't know or had had opportunities in. And so really the path I've been on was, is in that learning aspect is what is it that, where do I need to hone my skills? Where do I need to grow? What do I need to learn from this experience? And I spent a lot of the pandemic uh, just really improving upon myself and, and challenging myself to, to learn those aspects of the role I wasn't familiar or comfortable with. Yeah, and I love it because so much of what we talked about too on that initial episode was very much leadership driven. So here you were not just talking the talk, but very much walking the walk as well in terms of what it is that you believe in, what it is you preach. And uh, currently, well, when it was in that role, sorry, as uh, as the VP and the GM, and and now as the owner, as the CEO of Idea, it's really fascinating to me that based on even just what we talked about so far, 
the intentionality behind what it is you do and what it is you bring to your work. And we hear it all the time. We see graphics and memes about it everywhere you look about just speaking things into existence, putting things into the universe. And just based on that notion, just tell me a little bit about how that intentionality you feel as though has served you here in the last couple of years. Yeah. Oh, I completely manifested this, that this would come, <laughs> to, this would come true for me. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you how it started really. Uh, I knew this was my dream job. It was, mm. it was my end all to be running this company. I couldn't envision myself doing anything differently. And so in the last two and a half years, again, in addition to becoming a student and, and really, really learning the business, I treated the business as if it were my own for the last three years in that leadership role, meaning every decision we made, every every opportunity that was presented, I really took that ownership and led with that intention. Is this something I would do if it were my own money? Is this something I would, is this a person I would hire or leave on the team if it was my own, my own business? And so I, I would actually speak those words to myself um, and say them out loud as I was making business decisions. And that just along with the good guidance of mentors and people who really know me really well. And, you know, would I, I have my own career coach who would talk to me about where do you want to go next? What do you want to go next? How will you take this opportunity? Um, do you want to open your own business that's similar to this one? And I kept saying, no, I want to own this one. It's this one. <laughs> um, it's this one. And, um, and so I, I would say those were the things that really for me to speak it out loud, to treat the business as if it were my own and to put that intention into the world that I really love this business and the impact that we have in the fitness and wellness space. And I, I really wanted it to be my own. Yeah, it, it, it's it was so clear that that was the vision without saying that was the vision when we first spoke two years ago. And it is something that, you know, putting my coaching hat on here for a second, you know, just when I look back and I think about what it is you've done here in the last two years, anyone listening to this, who sometimes sees roles above them or sees people in positions that they feel as though they have the potential one day to go and fulfill themselves, there are intentional steps required. This isn't necessarily just a sit, wait, and hope process. There are true acts that can take place to make it happen. And they can be incredibly professional, incredibly friendly, incredibly intentional, all this kind of stuff. And I think that's the one area if you wouldn't mind expanding upon a little bit, just in terms of how you feel as though you were able to conduct that role that you were in while still serving these sort of intentional acts, having that balance, if you will, of like saying, hey, I can do this, I can do this, and I can be serving the potential CEO owner role one day by continuing to do these same positions that I'm currently working in now. Yeah. So it's interesting. We were with um, a large private equity group. So we were one of the brands in a group of 41 brands. And so in a lot of ways, I really was acting as CEO of this brand. And, and I was trusted with making a lot of important decisions for the future of this association. So in a lot of ways, I had that liberty and that permission, if you will, to to um, to exhibit that direct ownership of the brand. 
Um, but this, it, to be more specific about the process of bringing this to light, mm-hmm. um, I saw an incredible opportunity because of the pandemic, to be honest, um, the pandemic hurt our industry probably more than most in fitness. We were not deemed as essential. We've lost 44% of our clubs and studios. A lot of fitness professionals have left the industry. Um, So that's just the fitness side of what we do. We're also a media company. And as we all know, media was hurt. We have print magazines. We put out the idea fitness journal that was certainly hurt during the pandemic. And last but not least, we put on live events for fitness professionals all over the world, and those were completely stopped. So all of those things, which could be devastating to a brand and very challenging for us to lead through, to me, presented themselves as the perfect opportunity Um, for me to step in and say, I mean, honestly, I just had to have the courage to say, I want to buy this business. Let it be me. Work with me mm-hmm. to be the buyer of this business, given all those circumstances and given where we are today. Yeah, I love that word courage. And again, this is what I very much love about your entire story, your career story. And, and so much of what I mentioned at the, the outset of this is certainly the foundation of how you got to where you got to. But one other thing that we definitely covered in that first episode was the fact that you are a woman working within a fitness industry, which through the first couple of decades of it was a tough industry to for a female to exist within, never mind be successful. And, and, and you know, so so much courage was there at the beginning, at the outset of your story too. So being able to insert courage into what it is you're doing now made sense and probably came quite natural, I would have to assume. Yeah, it, it did. Um, and and you're right. It, after three decades in the industry, it still is. There are very, very few female CEOs. Mm-hmm. So I'm very pleased to accept this opportunity and, and lead for other women as an example to say, yes, you can have it all. And yes, I balance all of this with my family obligations and being a mother and it's possible and all of that. You, you can have the world, women. You can have the world. So um, yes, in our industry, there are very, very, very few female CEOs. Yeah, and it, it is something that uh, you, the first time you actually joined us on the show, you were part of a 10-part series on women changing the world. And it's been so cool for me personally, two years since releasing that series, watching all of those women not just continue to do what they're doing, but build upon what they're doing. It's just so fantastic. And Again, that was one of the many reasons as to why I wanted you to come back on. But I also, you talked about live events. And finally, here we are at a time where live events are back. Tell us a little bit about this upcoming live event that you have. Yeah, so Idea Health and Fitness, we put on an annual global event called Idea World Convention. And this year we are celebrating the brand's 40th anniversary. Our company has been around for 40 years. And so we have, we're going to be in Las Vegas. We are expecting in a good year, pre-pandemic, we were seeing about 15,000 fitness and wellness professionals and business owners from over 80 countries. And it, it was, it's a phenomenal event. If you are a brand 
Um, we have a fitness and wellness expo. So any brand that wants to put their product, their apparel, their nutrition, um, their equipment in front of fit pros, it's the kind of the, the place you have to go through. It's a proving ground for any product that makes its way into our industry and into that. clubs. Mm-hmm. And then for professionals, like this is where we come together to inspire one another And our job often can be very thankless and we put in long, grueling hours and we're often psychologists and we often have a, just carry the weight of all of our clients. And this is our chance to come together and inspire one another and fill each other's buckets up again so we can go back out and keep creating impact in the world. Um, So it will be this year, we are not expecting 15,000, but we are hoping for about 5,000. And, um, and certainly I can tell more and we could put notes in about the event, but it's four days of education, two days of fitness and wellness expo. And it is the, uh, as I said, the proving ground for any product or apparel or, or, um, any pro really that wants to get themselves onto the stage to help other pros. Yeah, 100%. It will certainly be included in the uh, in the show notes. And something you said there just about this whole notion of, of live events, which is so important, that is, in my opinion, lost through the virtual world, is that ability to fill other people's buckets up. It's so important to do that from an emotional, spiritual standpoint, face-to-face, skin-to-skin, whatever it may be, like just that in-person element, especially in, a, in an industry such as health and wellness, which... It's not a service. You are serving. You are serving so many people and so many people are benefiting. So when you can actually have your fellow servers, so to speak, actually come together and, and fill one another's cups up, like you said, the the knock-on effect, the snowball effect, the momentum that's built within the industry is just enormous. So I, I, I have to assume that part specifically you must be as excited about as any. Yes. Oh, there are parties, there are networking events. We have an opening ceremonies. Mm. We'll have uh, the Ruby red party is the one I'm most looking forward to since Ruby is the color commemorating a 40th anniversary. Um, We will have uh, all kinds of opportunities and chances for people to get together and talk about their businesses specifically and talk with others who have like-minded businesses. So I'll use, uh, we have a whole track that's for club and studio owners. We have a nutrition track. We have um, we have all pre-cons and post-cons where you can add to your specialties and certifications. All of the certifying agencies will be there. And certainly the presenters and the program that we pulled together is um, the best in the world. And last but not least, on stage, we do recognize the industry's future leaders and people who've made an impact over the last um, over, over their careers, Very we cool. give out the Jack LaLanne Award and his wife, Elaine, who is 96 years old, comes on stage every year and she's incredible. She was doing push-ups on stage until a few years Stop. ago and we, we had to say, <laughs> Elaine, you don't need to do push-ups anymore. Um, but she will be awarding the Jack LaLanne Award to Billy Blanks for all of his immense contributions through Tybo and how he got millions and millions of people moving through that format. Very cool. Very cool. And, and something I, it's just really dawned on me while you were talking there, talking about all of these different services and, and things that people can pick up on and, and be introduced to and expand their knowledge upon 
is that maybe someone's listening to this episode right now that has always had this desire to get into the fitness industry. You know, so much of the stories of people that come on this show, especially this year, had a lot of entrepreneurs on the show, and you certainly have that entrepreneurial spirit. So for listening to you just talk now, I had this sudden light bulb moment of someone who's listening to this right now. I hope I'm talking to you specifically, whoever it is, Maybe there's that desire, that itch, that's you know something that you want to scratch that get you into this industry, a hobby that is currently, well, sorry, it's currently a hobby, but that you want to turn it into maybe a side hustle, maybe something bigger than that. Well, what better place and what better opportunity to consider something like that than, than something like this, wouldn't you say? That's right. And so at this event, you will learn everything you want to know about any of the disciplines in our industry. So you've got, you can take classes, you can attend workshops, you're going to get the latest and greatest in programming, you're going to get really everything to either fill in gaps from your learning through the years, or as you said, if you're new to the industry, you will be overwhelmed in a really good way, Mm -hmm. but you will also meet connections. And again, I'll go back to the benefit of an in-person event versus online. Even before the pandemic, we had over 600 courses available online for our members and we still have those. So if you're into online learning, fantastic, we've got that. But the value of in-person is the connections that you make and the relationships that you're going to build. And if I look over my career, like those were, those are still the people that have been instrumental in my success. And mm-hmm. I lean to them as mentors. We've grown up together. Uh, all of that started at in-person events, meeting people and developing relationships. It's fantastic. And it's so it's so refreshing to hear someone as well who has achieved this status that you have now as an owner, as a CEO, to keep saying this need to lean on mentors, to to have a career coach, all these all these tools that you still have, you still respect and you still utilize. It's just it's so important. And I, I always always get this feeling, especially on this show, I, I try so hard to emphasize that this isn't just for those trying to get going. This isn't just for those that have been doing it for a little while. It's a forever thing. It's an always and forever thing. We never have it all figured out. you know. So with that being said, it's just so refreshing to hear you talk about still utilizing such things as mentors, as coaches within your world. But before I let you go here, Amy, I, I would love for you just to, just to leave everyone with maybe just an idea maybe a secret to your success and you've talked so much about courage and all these different areas curiosity and you know there's so much there's so much to this conversation already but any sort of one or two tips that you say hey listen to that person who's who's trying to get on their way or maybe sees that position in the future that they feel they're capable of that they want to go for what comes to mind for you Well, I can't end the podcast without saying, I feel like I should be sending you a check for being my virtual podcast coach, (laughs) because I said this before we hit record, but I want your audience to know this podcast is saved in my top five. And I listen to you when I run. I love all your interviews. I love all the advice that you give. So um, you are creating a ripple effect and you should know that through your coaching. Um, But second, I would just say that, you know, first of all, follow your heart and do the work to become self-aware. We talked a lot about that in my first interview with you and, and I wouldn't have had the confidence or trusted the process had, had I not been so acutely self-aware of what I wanted 
from the next step in my career. And I think that's really critical if you are aspiring to a different role or an opportunity or you want to open your own business, whatever it is you're trying to achieve, uh, do the work first to understand why it's meaningful to you. What would you need to learn or to in order to achieve that goal? Um, and then you're approaching the goal with a whole different intention. Mm-hmm. And the intention is, again, talking about curiosity and talking about, uh, you know, really understanding what it, why it's so important to you because you're so self-aware and so um, intensely focused on that particular goal. It's just fantastic because it, it suddenly now it gives intention true meaning it really does you know you're understanding yourself enough to not just feel or or want something but truly understand the cause behind it and uh what an awesome awesome tidbit there at the end for people to take away and uh amy you know you know i could do this again and again and again we could just set up our whole own podcast at this point just to talk about the beauty of of health and wellness and self-assessments etc but uh for now i'm just going to say thank you so much uh, for being so gracious with your time so uh good luck again with the uh with the expo in vegas july 20th to the 24th and we'll be putting all the information for that on the episode as well and again thank you so much for rejoining us on the show Yes, my pleasure. It was wonderful. Thank you. Just so delighted to have Amy rejoin the show. Wonderful speaking to her, hearing about everything that she's been able to accomplish in the last couple of years. And before I leave you with those impactful messages that Amy had on me, let me just emphasize the fact that the CEO and owner of Idea Health and Fitness just emphasized that this is a podcast that is in her top five. So if it's good enough for Amy, People, it's good enough for you. If you're listening to this episode for the first time, if you're a new listener, make Career Competitor part of your rotation. It is going to help you from a career and life standpoint, I assure you. And Amy has been able to figure that out. So I guarantee it will be worth your time as well. But specific to you, the listener, what an opportunity to learn about two things for me that really stood out. One, just the humility and willingness to learn. And secondly, the transparency that comes with her intentions. You know, in relation to that humility, being able to look at something like the pandemic two years ago and say, here's an opportunity for me to start working on another area of what I can bring to my career. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be open about it. I'm gonna explain to people that maybe from a career standpoint might not be on my level, but they have expertise in areas that I simply don't and I want to learn. So I'm going to be open and honest about the fact that I want to be a student again of something, get up to speed in areas that I feel as though I have growth to be made. So for someone who is in such a strong leadership position to be so humble to be able to just say, listen, I need your help. I need to get caught up to speed with what this is. I need to become more educated. It's such a valuable lesson. But then the other side of it, that transparency with intentions, it's great to have intentions. It's great to be ambitious. But when are you willing to publicize that? And when are you willing to give it some meaning? Define it in a way where that intention is driven, not just there. It's not just an idea. Because as far as I'm concerned, if you can't give intention some sort of 
definition, then it really is just an idea. It's just something that you're musing. It's really not an intention. It's really not something you're likely to follow through with. So firstly, take that work, take that time to become more self-aware as Amy alluded to. But in addition to that, think about how you can then take that strong intention and publicize it, be transparent about it, manifest it into existence so that you can always look back months and years later and say, hey, I put it all out there. And if it takes a little longer to come to fruition, don't give up on these ideas, on these philosophies, because they are proven. They are proven to eventually work. Some of us have to wait a little longer than others. But the fact of the matter is, if those intentions are strong enough, if they are transparent enough, and if you're coming at things from that humility of a willingness to learn, good things will happen. Good things are going to come your way. So stay the course, people. That's all you got to do. And also, don't forget to go to ideafit.com to learn all about their fitness expo going on there in Vegas, July 20th to the 24th. That's ideafit.com. I appreciate you all stopping by for this episode of the show. As I said at the outset, be sure to go to careercompetitor.com to learn all about the service and be sure to take me up on that 30-minute free consultation, steve at careercompetitor.com to see if I could be of use to you as your own performance coach. In the meantime, guys, keep on going. Keep on striving for more. Keep on looking for ways to optimize performance And I look forward to having you all back here very soon. Bye for now.